From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 165 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today, let's talk about the influence of mentors, the people that you look up to that spark a drive that are motivating you and providing you with information that helps you move yourself and puts you in formation towards your higher self. They bring out your inadequacies and that's a good thing because we need to confront our inadequacies and rewire these programs in order to improve the quality of our lives. So who are you subjecting yourself to every day? Who are your mentors? Who are the people that you surround yourself with? Doesn't have to be in person. It could be YouTube influencers, podcasters, spiritual teachers, who provide you with that information and it's useful information that helps you reach that higher goal, that aim, whether you're overcoming an addiction, whether you are trying to improve the quality of your life. There's too much chaos. You may be suffering from health anxiety. You may be suffering from depression. You may be feeling hopeless, overwhelmed. And so these people help you to calm down, calm your system, and they provide you with tools and strategies that you can do to get to the place you want to end up. But also, how do you know what that place looks like? And your mentors helps you realize that. Your mentors say, hey, look where I am. Look where I came from. And here are the steps that it took for me to get to where I am. But before I talk about that, I want to go over your comments on other podcast episodes, starting with Patrick Dolan. He leaves a comment on episode number 146 saying, if the brain can make you sick, then it can make you well. Absolutely, Patrick. I agree. Uh, Noel DS says, anyone who suffers from agoraphobia or is being held back because of a fear needs to listen to this episode. And that was last week's episode. I really appreciate that, Noel. Thank you. Shoku says, your podcasts help helped me get to a more relaxed state from the severe health anxiety that was plaguing me. Thank you. Thank you, Shoku, for your comment. And thank you, everybody, for leaving your comments. If you want to leave me a comment, uh, if you want to express to me how much an episode meant to you or if you want me to talk about other subjects, you can do that. You can send me a question or a comment at unpluganxiety.com. Now let's get into this episode all about mentors. 
first I want to take you back to when I was younger because I remember I was idolizing people that made me feel like living on Pleasure Island is okay. It's okay to remain here in this state of free impulse, impulsive pleasures. I remember watching shows like Californication. And in that show, the main character, an older man played by David Duchovny, he is a ladies' man. He sleeps around. He's an artist. He gets drunk. He gets stoned. And I was like, wow, what a cool lifestyle. Look at this guy, this free lifestyle that he's living. There was something about the freedom in that that really resonated with me. I also mention on the show that I understand that people who are suffering from addictions are addicted to those things because they are seeking transcendent experiences, something that's beyond them. And they're looking for those experiences in the wrong places, in unhealthy ways. So looking back and watching a show like Californication and admiring that kind of person, I understand that I was looking for that transcendent experience. I was questioning life and trying to understand or trying to find more of a meaning in what is out there. Because I was living in this box, things became mundane in my life, repetitive, and I just wanted to seek something more. These people, like David Duchovny's character, they made me feel like it was okay to be different, but not in a healthy way. To seek impulsive pleasures, to seek these transcendent experiences in these unhealthy ways. The people I was idolizing were living free, very loose lifestyles with no boundaries. So people like Kurt Cobain, Christopher McCandless, who, if you don't know, was a real-life person who ran away from home and lived, hitchhiked all the way to Alaska to live off the land, and he eventually died. They made a movie of it, which became my favorite movie, Into the Wild. And then I was idolizing people like Jack Kerouac, who just hitchhike across America getting drunk and and living this free and loose lifestyle. And then there was also my friend of a decade whom I hung around because we were living this free lifestyle, smoking weed, going out, walking around the streets at night, just living that kind of way. And yeah, it's okay to live that way and to explore that when you're young. I understand that, but it got to a point where I was doing that later in my 20s 
And I was beginning to feel more depressed, more anxious, and life was becoming more and more less meaningful. Well, I could I didn't find the meaning at that time, but you understand that when you engage in these impulsive pleasures like sex, porn, drugs, uh, and these free, loose lifestyles without boundaries, they are unhealthy coping mechanisms that will bounce back. It's like a ruler bending in front of your face. Once you let go, once you stop the drug, once you stop the alcohol, once you spend time with your own mind rather than in front of the TV, it bounces back into your face and you're met with a lot of pain. And so you have to continue to cope and get back to the unconscious state by the drugs, by the alcohol. And it's this vicious loop. That's why they are unhealthy. And I'm not saying these people, you know, you shouldn't look up to these people like Kurt Cobain. He's a great guitarist. But I was, it was an unhealthy relationship for me to look up to them. What I needed in my life was more structure. I needed order. I needed to take on responsibilities rather than to ignore and run away from those responsibilities like those people I was looking up to did. They ran away from their pain. They drank their pain away. They smoked their pain away. They did whatever they could to ignore that. A mentor should be someone who tells you you could be better than you are. You are not working hard enough. They speak and they spark this energy within you, a higher aim, a drive that wasn't evident to those that were keeping you stuck in this unhelp unhappy, unhelpful, anxious bubble. A mentor should be someone who provides tools that you can use to work your way out of a hole. Anxiety sufferers, when they go on YouTube and they see someone like Eckhart Tolle talk about certain things, for me, I remember feeling extremely anxious, maybe even more sometimes, because I was examining their outer onion. I needed someone in my life who described the hell they were in and how they chipped away at those little things every day to get themselves out of that hell. Because when we see that outer onion of someone, it can be quite overwhelming. The bar is too high. An anxiety sufferer, someone who's suffering from depression, who's in a rut, who's feeling hopeless, they need to set the bar a little bit higher than the bar they set for themselves today. Also, a mentor calls out to you and they resonate with you because they may have gone through the exact, journey as you. And we are lucky to live in an age where we can explore people on YouTube and find those people who go through that hell 
and how they overcame it. So you see a bit of yourself within this person. We are problem-solving creatures, so you want to know how they solved their problem that relates to yours. I believe that they should, this mentor should be someone who continues to push and challenge themselves. As an example, I could not meet and coach my clients or do this podcast if I was just sitting around at home eating Cheetos and watching Netflix all day. I couldn't do this. First of all, I think you would tell, you could tell if I was being unauthentic. And second, my conscience would not allow me to do this. I live in accordance to my higher truth the best that I can every single day. So look around you. A mentor could be someone you give most of your attention to right now. If you're suffering and you're hanging around your negative friends, you're treating the you're treating those relationships as if they are your mentors. If you are hanging around people who keep you stuck, your unconscious mind views views these people as mentors because what you pay attention to the most, where your focus goes the most throughout your day determines how much you value this. So for me, hanging around my negative friend for over a decade, I was telling my unconscious mind, this is what I value. I value this time with him smoking weed, watching movies, over going to work and taking on responsibility or to try and be the best boyfriend I could be with my ex-partner. I was living this free and loose lifestyle and looking back, I think, wow, no wonder my relationship with my ex didn't work out. I was living a Peter Pan lifestyle. She wanted me to take on real responsibilities. And I see that when I look back, I see those hints, those clues, but I didn't want to grow up. So I was a 26 year old, uh, 19 year old. And so once you start to work on yourself, you will then know who your friends are. They will either support, encourage, and change with you, or they attempt unconsciously to drag you back into the patterns you are trying to break. I noticed that my friend wanted to keep me on Pleasure Island because he was afraid of change. I remember showing him a video of my mentor 
that I was looking up to at the time because I was stuck in severe health anxiety and in this hole of complete chaos. I showed it to him and he laughed at it because any sort of change to him was met with resistance. For me, it was, but I forced myself to be open to change because I was so done with feeling pain every single day. I had enough. At the beginning of my anxiety recovery journey and finding that person who overcame health anxiety, I noticed in myself that because I was spending most of my day watching their content, my anxiety levels were decreasing. I was no longer in the middle of open waters, not completely in the unknown anymore. I was finding the answers to why I was suffering from an anxiety disorder. I didn't even know I had an anxiety disorder. But once I saw, and I was Googling people, okay, I was Googling symptoms, I was Googling feelings, I was Googling uh, fear about certain symptoms. Someone came up describing their journey with health anxiety, and then I started to label what I had as anxiety. So I went from being in open waters to not knowing what the heck is going on with me. Why am I feeling like this? To then finding out, oh, it's health anxiety, labeling it as health anxiety, and then finding an island to stand on. Okay, this is health anxiety. Things have gotten a lot better. At least I know this is health anxiety, but I still don't know the journey to overcome health anxiety. I still don't know much about health anxiety. So now I have to start to learn about this, about myself even more, about this anxiety that's happening and study this. And that's where the answers lie. It was when I started to study others who overcome the same who overcame the same challenges I was facing I started to understand more of myself and it's in that place outside of your comfort zone that's where you're going to find the answers and your comfort zone right now if you are suffering Your comfort zone may be suffering. It may be pain. You may have been in pain for decades of your life. That's all you know. So when you start to reach outside of that pain and start to explore and attempt to heal, it may come as extreme resistance to you. But that's necessary because... That's a sign that you're just exploring outside of what you already know. It's a sign that the answers may lie there. That's a sign. You need to explore that even more. Because I'm telling you, 
that once you start to heal yourself and adopt new habits, adopt a new a new lifestyle, you start to rid yourself of addictions, it's going to get difficult at the beginning. That's the hardest part. The beginning parts of that journey. It's going to get worse before it gets better because you have to go through the pain of rewiring your brain, of not doing the substance that you find so enjoyable to go through that dopamine withdrawal. Because when you change your patterns, you're breaking outside of that comfort zone. And when you always break out of that comfort zone, you're always going to feel that resistance. But then after you go through that pain, you feel the reward, like going to the gym. You go through the pain. You don't want to be there. You show up at the gym. You're like, great, I don't want to be here. You start to work out. You feel like crap. It's painful. But then after the hour workout, you're like, wow, I feel good. Maybe I can go for another half an hour. And then you do that. Because then you start to see yourself push the limits of what you thought was possible. That's what you have to do. You have to push the limits of yourself so that you can see that you're capable of more than you think you are. So by listening to this podcast, investing in that time to gain that knowledge from someone like myself, and then investing in that time of continual practice when you are with yourself, you grow and change programs that no longer serve you. You're updating the apps in your phone. You're updating yourself. The quality of your life greatly improves. So ask yourself, who do you surround and subject yourself to the most every day? Are they adding more value to the day? And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. Remember, I have an anxiety recovery program on my site where you can download it onto your computer and you can listen it listen to it and go through the workbook and the journal and the exercises at your own pace. And why people love this program is because I give you all the tools necessary, but it'll also add structure to someone who's in complete chaos. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.